for the reading of the scripture, which comes from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. If you want to follow along, it's on page 1642 in the Pew Bible. Hear the word of God. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all the things to the eleven and to the, all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles, but they did not believe the women because their words seemed to be seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. So being that it's Easter, and we had a wonderful cantata, I decided I would make this a 45-minute sermon. I'm sorry, four or five-minute sermon. So before we begin, I just want you to look outside. You see the sun? I know you can't see through the stained glass windows, but it's beautiful coming through. Now, look up, up at the ceiling. You see the ceiling? If it was raining outside, would we be getting wet? No. Well, I hope not. <laughs> anyway. I think we've been lucky so far. But anyway, what we're seeing is the work of someone else. If it was raining outside, we'd be dry. There's been days when we've been in here and we were all dry until we went outside to our cars. Because of the work of someone else, we get to reap the benefits. Now, being Easter, you know where I'm going with this. That we reap the benefits of the work of Jesus Christ. But it's really important to know this. How many of you, and some of you I'm sure could, could build a roof? I wouldn't know where to begin. Some of you maybe could, but could you do it by yourself? You'd probably need help, right? If you were a roofer, you you work as a team more than likely, for a company possibly, maybe you own your own company. But you don't do it by yourself. But Jesus did die on the cross by himself. Only one person. And you know why? It had to be that way. It had to be that way. Because only he could make a covenant with God. What's a covenant? It's like a contract. I'm sure we probably had a contract to build this roof. I mean, it was a long time ago. I don't know. Probably a contract to to do the inside. I don't know. But a contract is is legal binding document, but a covenant is more. You see, a covenant involves cutting of flesh. That's what the word actually means, is to cut the flesh, the word covenant. 
And if we think about the covenants that God has made with people, we can see where there was cutting of flesh, whether it was an animal or the human being, there was cutting of flesh. And so it was with Jesus sprawled out on a cross with nails piercing his wrists and his feet, cutting his flesh. But this covenant's different. This covenant had to be him. Because God made covenants with men, and they broke them. They broke them all the time. God didn't come to us through the Holy Spirit and say, look, I'm going to make a covenant with you. If you just believe, you get to go to heaven. Because you know what's going to happen? Something's going to happen, and you're going to have some doubt. You're going to stop believing, and that breaks the covenant. But since he made the covenant with Jesus, we still have to believe. But when we have those doubts, it doesn't break it. Because Jesus did it for us. We reap the benefits of what other people do all the time. You, ever, you drive a car? Did you build your own car? Did you put your own air in your tires? Maybe, but did you make the tires? Do you know how those pistons go up and down? You have to put gas in it, sure, but all this takes faith and trusting in someone else's work so that we can have the luxuries of life, the fullness of life. So when we trust that Jesus died for us, we get all those benefits. He had to be the one. Nobody else could do it. He had to be the one. Now, we can look up at the roof and we can see it. I mean, we don't see the outside, we see the inside. We see there's no holes in the roof. We see the sunshine, but if we looked outside and we saw the rain, we see all these things and we believe. Seeing is believing. We don't see Jesus, do we? None of us have seen Jesus in physical sense maybe in our dreams and our thoughts. But Jesus is now with the Lord in heaven. But he has given us a gift of the Holy Spirit. How many of you have seen the Holy Spirit? No. But what we have seen is the result of the work of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. We've seen love. We've seen patience. We've seen kindness, gentleness, goodness, self-control. We've seen all the fruits of the Spirit coming out of people, maybe even in our own lives, but we didn't do it. It's the result of the work of someone else, in this case, the Holy Spirit. So my point for you today is, whether you've been coming here for years, or you, you, you go somewhere else, or whether you've never even been to church before, or you only come to church once or twice a year, I don't care. You're here today. You're here today because you love the Lord, because you know him. And right now, some of you are saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. Okay? You're not the one to do it. Receive the benefits of the Holy Spirit working in you. The minute we say, I have to do this to get better with God, prepare to fail. But when we say, hey, God, I need you to do this in me, oh, prepare to succeed. Because it's the work of someone else, the Holy Spirit, that is working in your life that's going to make a difference. And God has told me that there are people here today that you're going to have a breakthrough today. 
a light bulb moment, if you will. That we, we all have these moments in our lives where things just start to, to click and they make sense, and then we just propel. For some of you, it's going to be today. For some of you, you've already had that. For some of you, it'll be sometime soon. But let the Holy Spirit be the one to do it for you. He does the work. We simply believe. Because I don't know about you, but I can't build a roof. But I trust someone else did. I can't build a car, but I trust that someone else did. I, don't, I can't even make a meal for myself very well, so I trust someone else to do it. Okay, so we trust in people all the time. Trust in the Holy Spirit to do what you need done in your life and see what a difference it makes. Was that less than five minutes? I hope so. Happy Easter, everyone. God bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, be the one. Let us, let you be the one. Through all your work, Lord, creation, salvation, redemption, sustaining us. Lord, let, help us to let you be the one to do all the work in our lives that we can have an abundant life by letting you. Sure, we'll be an active part, but Lord, let us let you have the control. Do it for us so that we can live an abundant life here on earth and then be with you in heaven someday. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.